you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is another, I found a new Who JoJo. You ready? Oh no. This is JoJo Siwa with her hit single, Boomerang. Oh wait. I've seen this. Wait. This is the girl from, um, uh, there's like a dance, she's like a dance mom girl. She's dance mom, dance mom girl. <laughs> and she was featured in New York Times this week. I don't know if you saw the whole Wait, article about what? her. What? Yeah, the headline is with hair bows and chores, YouTube youth takes on mean girls. And apparently it's because JoJo. What? <laughs> Wait, can you read that headline again? With hair bows and chores, YouTube youth take on mean girls. Okay. Okay. So it's about a lot of YouTubers. So apparently JoJo is the face of like a nice YouTube where she puts like bows on her, the mean girls, and they become nice girls in the con- in the video for Boomerang, which I have admit, I haven't gotten all the way through. <laughs> I, I forgive you. But my favorite thing was as soon as I went to JoJo's YouTube channel, um, JoJo uh-huh. uh, has many videos. One of them is called Terrible Glass Accident. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last one that was posted yesterday was called Quitting YouTube Sad Face. Let me play a little bit of that. Oh, it's April Fool's. Hey, God damn it, it's JoJo. JoJo. How? You guys don't even know how much it saddens me to say that. Listen to her acting. Time. Okay, and then you scroll to the end of the video. Favorite thing ever. I love YouTube so much. I love posting videos for you guys. Okay, then she explains. Oh then she explains what April Fool's Day is, in case people aren't Joe, aware. Joe. This always reminds me of how miserable my childhood would have been had YouTube been available. I, like I would have been doing been, this exact. I would have been same watching JoJo. Stuff. I would have been the hugest JoJo fan. I would have <laughs> cried when JoJo announced she was quitting YouTube, but then be like, "Mom, it was an April Fool's Day." 
She's back. <laughs> my mom would have been like, I don't know who this person is. I'm taking away your computer. I would have watched the Try Guys. I would have made a Try Guys parody. <laughs> my dream would have been to work for like What if your like, first crush video. was a Try Guy? What if looking back on your life, you were like, oh, I had such a crush on one of the Try Guys. That's, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I like, let me, let my hypotheticals in before things get crazy. Okay, Lindsay. I'm just my saying, I'm so thankful guy. that my first like crush of a celebrity was an InSync member and not Tyler Oakley or some, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Imagine if your first crush was Tyler Oakley. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I remember my, uh, I was this, God. So, how do I how do I even get into this? This woman I know has a 14-year-old daughter. At the time, I guess she was maybe maybe 10, 9, 10. And we were over at her house and she was like, "Oh, um come over here. Show show uh Bobby and Josh what your uh who your who your new crush is." Oh, no. And she was like she was like, "Mom, I don't want to." And then the the mom was like, the mom was like into it and was like, "You're going to you're going to die. You watch this." And she was like, "No, come here. Show who's the who's the guy you love on YouTube." And she was like, "Mom, stop. I don't want to do this." And she's like, "Come on, show your big crush." And she pulls out her phone, this little girl, and opens up the YouTube page and it was Joey Graceffa. No. And she was like, "I think he's really cute." And then the mom didn't say anything but was like, "Oh, you do? Yeah, he's very cute." That's yeah, bullying. Yeah. That's bullying. It was so- That's like legit it bullying. Was- it was so because this was also before Joey had come out, but you know, if you were the mom, you would know. <laughs> oh, but if you're the teen, no. you're like, so this is like I'm imagining ten year old Lindsay like putting up <laughs> Tyler Oakley posters on her wall, <laughs> surrounding them in hearts. My boyfriend, <laughs> Mrs. Lindsay Oakley. Can we like? Oh my god! Can we just? For the record, that didn't happen. That's not. <laughs> I know it didn't okay. happen. That's like we all know that Lindsay. We all know that you're not 15. Okay. My crush was J.C. Chazé from InSync, and we all know how well that went for him. So clearly, <laughs> I didn't have that good taste. Wait, anyways. didn't he just have a baby? He just had I, a baby. I get. I don't know. I don't. Maybe with someone. Oh no, he didn't. Him. The other one. Oh. The other one did. Chris Kirkpatrick had a baby. Chris Kirkpatrick had a baby. I did not That's have a crush on him. <laughs> Please call Who Weekly if you had a crush on Chris Kirkpatrick. I, you put in this doc before we even get started. Is this our what? 100th episode? It's our 100th episode. What a way to begin our 100th episode with one of the worst openings we've ever recorded. God, um, I feel like I should make you do some sort of like 100 things that, you know, some sort of task that involves the number 100 that's really torturous. But I can't even think of anything because I was this was just sprung on me by the doc. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have any concepts for this. I know. Hundred things. Hundred things. What? Hundred. The hundred who's we've talked about. I did. I did say to someone, it was like for our hundredth episode. I feel like we should explain all of our jokes so people don't have to listen to all the episodes. But now I'm kind of like feeling that's not. People should just have to go listen to a hundred episodes. Yeah, people need to be doing the research. I'm not gonna do someone's work. For I'm not gonna them. tell you what good form Bella Thorne means. You're gonna have to go find out. <laughs> wow, what a terrible threat. <laughs> Also, Lindsay, really quickly before we get started, I wanted to say, speaking of Bella Thorne, uh, we can do this at the beginning. What? Uh, so I noticed, we had a couple callers call in about this as well, uh, but I noticed, I put it on the Who Weekly Twitter, that there was the signs for Bella Everywhere. Thorne's new show say, Bella Thorne is famous in love. <laughs> Bella Thorne is famous in love. <laughs> Bella Thorne is famous. But I saw uh, uh, Life yesterday, 
and Lindsay hated it. I liked it. You didn't uh, like it. We. I did like I'm it. I'm pretty no, sure I you did didn't like it. Like it. No, I we have to talk about it. I'm pretty sure you didn't like it. I promise you I liked it. No, I just feel like we did. It was the stupidest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I liked it. But listen, listen. So before the movie, there was, you know, the Regal, what do they call it? The Regal Entertainment Show. It's like, and then Maria Menounos was in it. And she was like, thanks for coming to Kinks or showing up early to watch the Regal Entertainment something. And it was like, Maria, we did not get here for this. Bobby, you don't okay? lie. You showed up early to watch the Maria Menounos <laughs> Regal Entertainment. Wait, but they had, a, they had an extended feature on famous in love cool it was wild it was wild and it was like they kept saying bella thorne over and over again and it was funny the way that this was structured to convince you know your standard theater audience who probably doesn't know who bella thorne is that bella thorne is famous incredibly famous and so the whole the whole trailer is like starring bella thorne and it's all these amazing glamour shots of bella thorne that try to convince you that like all like kids know who this is this is a big deal but it's overkill i do love that kind of um what's it called it's like it's like celebrity gaslighting i know that's a trendy word but it's celebrity gaslighting where you are pretending that somebody is famous and that that you should know who they are so me showing up in the theater I don't know who Bella Thorne is. I'm watching. Uh-huh. This trailer is going, she's so famous. Look how beautiful she is. Everyone knows who she is. You don't know who she is, but everyone <laughs> knows who she is. And then I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, wait, fuck. I guess she's really she's famous. famous. She's so famous. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I strongly recommend you, I strongly recommend that you get to the Regal Theater early. very early <laughs> within the next week so that you can watch this extended feature as well as like hear Manu- Maria Menounos talk about something. Don't you dare get to the theater early to watch a Maria Menounos space filler. That is, that is awful. Also, how she, early were you? How early do you have to be? Point, 20 minutes. 20 uh, okay. minutes. Maria also plugged her website, really. It was it was pretty hilarious at the end of her thing. She was like, thanks for showing up to the Regal. What do they call it? God, why can't I can't, I can't think of the name. Uh, but she's like, and, and be sure to visit MariaMenudos.com for exclusive interviews with celebrities. And I thought that was very Wait, strange. Wait, does she not I didn't have, she was, is she solo now? Is she freelance? I don't know. I think she's just doing a side hustle. I just Ooh, had no idea that. that she had her own like uh, brand. Do you think like we could get our own platform. segment on the the Regal Entertainment Movie Minute? What, we, do you think we could? Who Weekly, very, a very popular podcast. The most popular podcast. The only podcast who weekly and hosts Lindsay Weber and Bobby Finger, very famous. But that's so weird to plug your own website. That's so weird to plug your own website. Her website, let me tell you this really quickly. We are 10 minutes in and have not gotten to the show, but listen. 100 episodes, baby. We have not figured out an intro. When you go to mariamununos.com, you will get, uh, you will be assaulted by <laughs> a list of options. Like, where do you want to go next on mariamununos.com? Your options are E News, Recipes, oh. Sirius XM, after Buzz TV, what is that? Books, Food Line, Dancing with the Stars, WWE, Chasing Maria Menunos. This keeps going. There are like 18 options. Maria Menunos, I did not know this, has a line of frozen Greek food <laughs> called Maria's Greek Delights. I didn't know this, Lindsay. Did you know this? I'm looking at her website and it's so much. There is so much here. Wait, I clicked on it. Good for Maria. Find them at your local Whole Foods market, only in Northern Wait, California. they look really gross. They look, dis- no, they look disgusting. You can buy them at Whole Foods exclusively in Northern California or Amazon. Then there's a list of Whole Foods that you can buy them at. <laughs> the one in Sacramento. <laughs> Steve's in Creek and Walnut Capitola. Creek. 
in Blossom Hill in Napa. And this is great. I mean, good for Maria, I guess. Also, the other good thing about Maria Menudis' website is when you search Maria Menudis on Google, it's like halfway down the page. Before her website comes Wikipedia, IMDb, her Instagram, an e-online article that says she's engaged, an e-online article that just has her name, her Facebook page, and a People article that says that she wears a bikini, and then her website. Listen to this. So, by the way, I'm sorry, we have really derailed, but... Uh, this is worse than a derailing. This is like no one was left alive. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of Snowpiercer. So the the Greek delights, Maria's Greek delights, you can buy them, I assume, in single packages at the Whole Foods in Sacramento if you're in the area. But if you're not in the area and you want to order them on Amazon, like she suggests, you can only buy them in bulk. So you have to buy 48 <gasps> Maria's Greek delights spinach and cheese filo swirls. It's $81, and it will take three weeks to be delivered. I mean, that's cheaper than going to Greece, though. For more delicious, fast, and easy recipes, go to mariamanunos.com. You can pre-order my book there, or you can get some more delicious free recipes right on our website. You will drain us. they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. How much of this famous? So, Lindsay, um... Did you see the photos of David Spade and a uh, and a young woman? Yeah, that came out on April Fool's Day. You mean? No, they came out on March thirty first. You mean they came out the day before April Fool's Day? Yeah, a lot of stuff comes out on April Fool- the day before April Fool's. That doesn't mean it's a like a, a precursor yes, to a fool. Yes, but here's my argument. April Fool's Day fell fell on a Saturday, which means that no one really cared about it because nobody was at their computers caring about April Fool's Day pranks. So to jump the gun, you get your shit up on the Friday. Yeah, but then you reveal it as an April Fool's Day joke on the Saturday, and this did not happen. I think it's probably real. Okay, but you're saying it's real because of that? I'm saying it's real because she has not denied it, and neither has he. I will and if say you've missed, they've missed the window at that point. So I brought up, and you brought up Je- uh, the famous fake relationship of Jessica Lowndes and John Lovitz. John Lovitz. I will say that all... David Spade is a more convincing guy to date. A, like he's a more convincing person than John Lovitz. Oh yeah, absolutely. This relationship I agree with that. does make slightly more sense in that he's a sleaze, famously. And has dated many younger women. And she is so desperate, I don't even know where she's at right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, explain. We haven't even mentioned her name. It's Naya Rivera. Yes. We all know Naya Rivera. Of Glee fame, and then of Big Sean fame. And then they were engaged, and then got a... Di- <laughs> they didn't get a divorce. They were engaged, and they broke up. And he said mean things about her in songs. Right? Who did? Uh, Big Sean, and then she wrote a oh, book yeah. that was actually pretty juicy, and I and she talked a lot. Oh of shit yeah, everyone loved the book about. And she was very, uh, she was very candid. She was very personal. Yeah, we've definitely talked about her. We had a whole episode about her, yeah. but I of course forget that was so long ago. I'm so much older now than I was when I talked about Naya Rivera the first <laughs> time. <laughs> um, so they they're in a movie together that is going to be that's ve- hmm. oh, everything about this is very hooey. Hmm. Um. But the movie is not coming to theaters, nor is it coming to exclusively Whole Foods in Northern California. <laughs> it's coming to Crackle, which is a very hooey service. Um, and it's called Mad Families. Naya's in it. Charlie Sheen's in it. Leah Remini's no. in it. Um, 
and so is Naya, as we so know. So either there so uh, two things happen. They met on the set David's and Bay they wrote, started dating. David Spade wrote the movie. Okay, so yeah. here's the thing. They met on the set and started dating, as many relationships do. Or they're fake dating to bring publicity to this thing that is going to exist on Crackle. Yes. I'm but it already exists. I'm no, sus. it already exists. I'm sus. It premiered in January, so like they've missed the promo oh, cycle. Whoa. I think this might be real. So this is real. Yeah. I think it's real. <sighs> but anyway, there are all these photos of them sort of, they're not kissing, but they're canoodling in a pool. <laughs> um, it's very strange. There's nothing super... I mean, I feel like, like you've said, convinced not... me that it's probably real, and I'm still kind of, kind of grossed out. Although I feel like maybe this is a good match because they're both kind of publicity hounds in a way yeah i guess i i'm not that intrigued by this no. i guess it's just it's just strange like i'm not i'm not gasping when i saw jessica lowndes and john lovitz i was sort of repulsed and fascinated by it but also i didn't know who jessica lowndes was i like that she was truly a, a who who came out of left david field. spade's list of people he's dated is very good can i just read you i mean some of these might be not real but he there's a he has quite the list sheridan nicolette please. sheridan desperate housewives <gasps> fame <clears throat> pamela yeah, anderson do you remember is. pamela anderson and him dated uh and uh, no. carmen electra apparently he had a fling with her Heather Locklear. Mm. I do remember when they dated it. It was a long time yeah. ago. Um, who else? Sarah Foster. I don't That's random. Brittany Daniel. Uh, Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen him dated for a year in 2002. Julie, what are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a year. It's over. David Spade and Laura Flynn Boyle's uh, late 1990s relationship ended when the Twin Peaks actress was caught spending time with Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh. Terry Hatcher. That makes sense. Now we're just back with women who. What is that? That's rude to Terry Hatcher. Why? why? Is that, because why they're is that the, they're the same age ish. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. Anyways, I guess we believe it now. You've changed me. Yeah, and it's also it's boring. We don't have to talk about it anymore. But it's happening, and there is a possibility that like we will see more photos of them in the future, like doing this. You heard that right. The 30-year-old Glee star and the 52-year-old comedian were spotted getting cozy while swimming in a hotel pool in Oahu. Absolutely. Naya and David seemed in great spirits, hugging and giggling during their fun in the sun. David rocked a white, wide-brimmed hat and aviator shades, while Naya rocked big sunnies of her own. A source tells ET, quote, It's very casual, and they had a fun time together. Our source adds the pair met through mutual friends and hung out while they both were in Hawaii. David was there on his Here Come the Funny tour. ET spoke with Naya in August, where she opened up about the type of men she's into, and it seems David would fit the part. Yeah, I like long hair. Like, on a way, boy. What's next on the list is not more interesting. Be, yeah, I was going to say, be careful what you say here, because this isn't necessarily interesting. Both of us caught this and were like, what? And then realized, <laughs> anyways. So this week came out a, what? a parody video of a parody Annie... I can't even explain it. A parody video starring none other than Kathy Griffin, oh. Lisa Rinna, 
and <clears throat> our fave Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes. It was a YouTube parody video of the musical, my favorite musical, Annie. <laughs> Um, done as Granny, in which Kathy Griffin plays a granny, but then everything else is the exact same. <laughs> no, but she's, you're leaving out the point that she's like, she plays Annie, but Annie's gotten really old. Yes, I and I said still... that. Annie is Granny. No, but you said Kathy Griffin plays Granny, as though people know who that is. <laughs> you have to explain, like, conceptually what is Granny. Granny is Annie who never got adopted and is still at the orphanage and she's very old. I hate that you're giving credit to this by explaining it like it is good. I'm not, I'm not giving credit to it. I'm just doing I'm just saying you did a disservice to our listeners. You had to tell them what it is. I will say Lisa Rinna plays Miss Hannigan and is kind of good and I would totally see a, pr- a production of Annie with Lisa Rinna as Miss Hannigan. Yeah, and also so this is um this is sort of a problem that uh, many YouTubers face, and it's I, I see it on um, what's that channel? Honest Movie Trailers. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. When when YouTube stars or YouTube channels do trailer parodies, like the reason it's a, an easy in is because you can like write something that's a parody of something obvious without having to like put in the work of you know structuring a story you can just do oh clip clip do the funny thing do the funny thing but the problem is that they're always way too long because they want to put all of their jokes in so this is a fake trailer for granny that overstays its welcome by two and a half minutes but i also it's thought, five minutes but that's long. why i thought that there was this was a trailer for a real thing because i was like wow they shot no. so much shit there must be a real full-length version of <clears throat> granny which would be insane to make anyways they you shoot you shoot so much shit but then you don't have to like it doesn't it's everything is uh everything is like the same priority everything's very easy to shoot and you just throw it all together i love that your like it, problem with this is that it wasn't structured well when there are so many other problems but your problem bobby is that the trailer is not my problem is that it's too long. So when we, <laughs> I think it could have been funny. It's too long. I found moments of it kind of funny. Colton plays Colton Haynes plays Daddy Warbucks, which is kind of funny. What's funny is that Kathy Griffin is probably the uh, is 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 the worst actress of the, of the main three leads. Yeah, Colton's great, as you said. Lisa Rinna is great. I love that now we're just like we're. <laughs> recommending you go watch granny well i'm not i would never do i would not go so far as to say you watch granny i'm just saying it's very strange granny it's the rags to riches story everyone knows but this one went on and on it's the feisty red-headed orphan still looking for a home it's granny it's a hard knock life for us it's a hard knock life for us so then a few clicks in, you find out who made this, who created this. Right, because as Lizzie said, you're watching it like, is this a real thing? Yeah. Is this just a fake trailer? Which, What's going what on? What kind of gay phenomenon backed this granny? Po- <laughs> this this is the, the probably the three of these people together is a very specific niche of interest. Oh, yeah. And you get and one of my favorite things about I mean, I guess it, it happens with like any uh, any demographic. But one of the funniest things about bad gay videos and bad gay content is that every gay website writes about oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's, like, it's true. So it's like if you see something on New Now Next and Queerty and Just Jared and like 
uh, what are the other ones? I guess that's those are the main ones. And the gay publications are in love with it. So you're watching it like, what the hell is this? You find out that it is the work of uh, this very strange and f- not very successful seeming uh, YouTube channel called A Brit and a Yank. They only have five thousand. They only have five thousand subscribers. Wait, on YouTube? all their videos have like a thousand. On YouTube or yeah. on Facebook? YouTube. Wow, really? They only have five. So you're right. They only have five thousand subscribers. So I don't have much to say about this. They're they're a Brit and a Yank. So it's this these friends. One of them is from uh, New York or Connecticut. One of them is from London or something. They're friends. They live in LA now, obviously, and uh, they make they make YouTube videos. And their website's really funny because they call themselves. What do they call themselves? Like content developers? Yeah, I mean they're not. They must know Colton. And well, Kathy. so that's it. There's no. So they're digital content creators. They know. Kathy. There's a video on this channel with 200 views. I mean, that is just <laughs> yeah. come on, guys. So they know Kathy. One of them used to work in production, mm. then like became a personal assistant, then worked for Kathy in some respect, I guess, in production. And so I guess they became friends. Uh, so Kathy's in this. Colton's in this. What I'm saying is. It's really funny to me the way that, like, when you're sort of famous or on the periphery of being famous in L.A. uh, and you live there, like, 75% of your time is spent doing favors for your friends who have YouTube channels. That's 100% true. Because it's like, there are all these people who do a billion things for all their... Like, it just seems like you're doing favors. There's no way Colton Haynes was paid for this. It's just like, oh, I have some time, whatever. I'm famous. It's like the same people showing up in all of them. Confirm. And I'm not going to name names, well, but you oh know, my God. It's who you go to brunch and you with the same people and then they're doing projects and you go, oh, I'll help you with that. And it ends up just being the same stuff. It's the same stuff. Anyway, so Colton was there. Kathy Griffin was there. Granny, watch it or don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Little girls, little girls, everywhere I turn, I can see them. Okay, enough, 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 enough. Let's move on to something a little bit more serious. Oh, yeah. This is just more interesting to us than it is yeah. funny, not funny at all. Yeah, it's not funny Very interesting. So the actress Jodie Sweetin, who you might know from playing Stephanie Tanner on Full House and now the very, very, very successful Fuller House, mm-hmm. um, she broke her silence this week after her ex-fiance's arrest, colon, I'll be just fine. But here's the story, apparently... Jody Sweeten was engaged to this guy. Oh, they started dating two years ago. So they only started dating in 2015. People uh, announced it uh, somehow via an exclusive statement from Sweeten's rep. Uh, quote, she appreciates everyone's understanding for their need for their need for privacy at this time. Then later we get articles that uh, apparently she has a restraining order against him. Some nasty stuff went down. She broke her silence in People magazine uh, after ex-fiance's arrest. Quote, I'll be just fine. I'll be just fine. So what happened, according to TMZ, is that they had a big fight. So I couldn't tell if they broke up because because of the fight. Like, they had a fight and then Jody was like, I'm sick of this. I want to break up. Or if Jody said, I want to break up with you. And then that caused the fight. But anyway, point being, they had a huge fight. He threatened to kill himself. He had a gun. And so Jody called the cops and the cops showed up um, and he was like in his room. He holed up in a room and apparently the 
gun that he owned was illegal for him to own because he has a felony, so he can't own a gun. So they arrested him for that. For the and third time he was arrested. On, yeah. So they released him on bail. And Jody, instead of explaining any of this at all, her statement is just on Instagram, a, a photo of her and her kids. And then she says, basically, I'll be just fine, which is very sad. Really it's, sad. It's such a... It's so succinct that you're like, oh, God, she really doesn't want to talk about this at all. Just, I'll be fine. We're done. Also, don't forget Jody Sweeten's past is also kind of weird and interesting. A little fraught. A little fraught. Yeah, totally. So, but I will say, but the, the reason it was glossed over is what made it seem even more intense, which is just a scenario you don't often see where you're like, oh, my God, this response where she's smiling makes this even scarier somehow. Yeah. But we can quickly mention... <laughs> We will probably be talking about Jodie Sweetin more in the future because Why? her new her new TV show on Pop TV premieres soon, and it's called. I uh, hate this show. It's called. Uh, what is it called? Hollywood Darlings, and it's sort of a pseudo reality unscripted show, like a like a Curb Your Enthusiasm thing where they're playing themselves. They're playing exaggerated versions of themselves. And it's her, Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven, and what's her name? Christine Lakin. Christine Lakin from Step by Step. And they play like, oh, we we were famous when we were kids, and now we're not. But this is what it's like to live in Hollywood together, blah, 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 blah. Well, the show premieres on April 12th. Uh, I may watch a single episode and see what's going on. It's just funny that it paints them as best friends, like still best friends from way back. And I kind of doubt that. So there's weird, oh, I there's a weird false reality. And then the show has all these other semi-famous people. So like Jaleel White's on it and Andrew Keegan and all these kind of former celebs. What uh, Wanya Morris from Bo- uh, Boys to Men makes an appearance. Andrew Andrew Keegan took some time away from his cult to star in Hollywood. Well, did you hear his cult is closing because they lost their lease on their Venice uh, church? Oh, they lost the mm. lease. It was a very expensive place. I know, and they they got arrested a while ago for selling kombucha. This is not. These are not <laughs> jokes. These are not jokes. We're not this I good. I know. So let's move on. Jody, I know your name. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, are you Beverly Mitchell? Hi! Oh my gosh! Are Lucy Camden and Stephanie Tanner friends in real life? We are! So, uh, today we got a hooligan mulligan for you. I want to just like, just quickly go through some of the great shit that's been happening on the hooligan Facebook page, the Who Weekly Facebook group. Wait, on the Who Weekly Facebook group? uh, You got it. Thank you, you thank you. The hooligans are up to some stuff. They're on a whole other level than we are. I can't even get started. But I will get started. Uh, what has happened recently was somebody... God, the David Duchovny thing. I can't even think about it. <laughs> somebody thought they were seeing David Duchovny on the subway and turns out... And Taya Leone. They were they not. They were like, oh, this must be Taya Leone. <laughs> they were Number not. one, they're not even... They're not even together anymore. Number two, those people looked as much like Taya Leone and David the Company as Lindsay Trust me, and me, Bobby, so. this person got dragged from, from the community. Luckily, they had a sense of humor about it, but it did happen. Um, then This person got dragged by the community. It's a very loving community. It's a very loving and supportive community. But if you misidentify <laughs> David Duchovny, you will get dragged. So thank you to the hooligans for keeping up the good work. You guys surprise us and delight us daily. every day of our lives daily uh and now it's time for rita what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen 10 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's up to so little. She's literally back to being up to nothing. I love it. Do you it. remember when we were worried that she would never Thank be God. back to doing nothing? And here she is <laughs> flaunting her hundred episodes in tiny yellow A hundred episodes later, and she is doing what she's always done. She's doing what makes us so happy. She's flaunting her apple assets. She's flaunting her sweaty boots. <laughs> Please never say sweaty boobs to me ever again. I didn't say it. I'm just quoting Daily Mail. Rita, honestly, thank God after 100 episodes, she can just go back to being what we know and love her for, which is doing nothing, which is um, having a, going on a date with Shamar Moore and dressing head to toe in black leather as boyfriend Andrew Watt. She's a boyfriend? <clears throat> they were on again. They're on again, off again. Okay. But she also went on a date with Shamar Moore. Yeah. Who's I don't think that they're like. Shamar Moore? He was on Criminal Minds. He was a model, and then he, but he's, he was he got famous again on Criminal Minds. The bounce back star revealed he had a crush on the British singer when he appeared on Access Hollywood Live Stop last it. year when she was a satellite guest on the show. Returning to the U.S. daytime program on Tuesday, Moore revealed that he has since hooked up with his dream date in Los Angeles, and they got along very well, even though num- no numbers were exchanged. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Um, um, I I personally was shocked by Rita Ora this week when I was watching her Instagram story. Oh, because you, you it, really were. I screen grabbed it and I sent it to everyone. But um, <laughs> I turned on the Instagram story and it begins with just a cl- – it's her on the beach, obviously, because when celebrities aren't working, they're on the beach. And she's in a bikini on the beach and the, the camera's pointed at her crotch and it's just this – extended crotch shot of her in a very like thin bikini so it's i've never seen bobby more offended by a woman a woman's vagina covered i mean it was her vagina it was a it was some covered modesty and i was i was like a a little taken aback she flaunted her modesty on uh, snapchat to bobby directly she flaunted her modesty and it was uh it was a little it was just surprising it was unexpected so she also a leopard print bikini. Well, you weren't alone because the Daily Mail's headline about her this week is also extremely rude. A brawless Rita Ora shows off remarkably perky assets. Remarkably perky, how dare you? Through sheer top as she just about protects her modesty with star pasties, dot, 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 after sharing a bevy of envy-inducing sexy Hollywood snaps. That is the longest, most insane headline I've ever <laughs> read in my life. I... I kind of want us to read that again because read that again, Lindsay. Okay. I'll read it really slowly. Yes. Brawless. Looking at it is absurd. Brawless, Seeing it in print is absurd. Brawless Rita Ora <laughs> shows off remarkably perky assets through sheer top as she just about protects her modesty with star pasties. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. After sharing bevy of envy-inducing sexy holiday snaps. What holiday is it? No, it's just she's on holiday. Oh. She's on vacation. <laughs> this is Daily Mail, Lindsay. Come on. You scroll down. What holiday and is there it? there she is. Pasties over her nipples. Sheer purple top. Her boobs 
are extraordinarily perky, but I wouldn't say remarkably like I'm un- I'm surprised. She just has really nice boobs. And also, yeah. as a woman with boobs, to have boobs that you don't wear a bra with, they have to be nice, expensive boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that, okay? Or else you wouldn't <laughs> want to be running around without a bra on because it's uncomfortable. I love, I love the language. I love that they used just about protects her modesty. You either, you either do or you don't. You don't just about. Also, here's a weird thing. This entire outfit, the, she has a silver skirt on, her pasties in the top. This is the outfit that she wore when I saw her in concert two years ago at this point. So either she's reusing this outfit from her tour or this photo is extremely old and the Daily Mail just decided to bring it back up. I love that the Daily Mail sort of has to, when you read these captions, you can see them trying to justify um, publishing these like just right. gratuitous cleavage shots because they always mention her body confidence comments. It's like, uh, stunner. While the Londoner certainly seems proud of her frame, she recently admitted she struggles with confidence as much as any other woman. And it's like, then they have to go into the confidence thing to make it seem justified that they're doing all this stuff. Right, and then there's 40 pictures of her cleavage, Snapchats, and all these <laughs> yeah. photos. And then it says, she told Women's Health, am I body confident? No. Have I always felt this way? No. I didn't feel great about myself today, in fact. I've never looked at myself as being the perfect size or having the perfect body. And then it's like 35 pictures of her perfect body, basically <laughs> naked. Uh, what we're saying is, keep up the good work, Daily Mail. <laughs> so, <laughs> What we're saying is, 100 episodes in and... We look at you every day and we're still in love with you from the Honestly, first day we started looking. I I think it's a it's a real fear for us every day. I personally wake up nervous that there's not going to be any Rita Ora coverage. But honestly, and you know it's what? There always been is. It's been 100 episodes that I say days. It's been 100 episodes and we've never it's, been let down. Is there, uh, like, I'm imagining this alternate reality that's sort of like children of men, but instead of where are all the kids, it's like, what if you wake up one day and then they Rita Ora just stops making headlines? Clive Owen is wandering through this very bleak, post-apocalyptic like future, like, oh, where are the Rita? Looking at Daily Mails, like, where are the headlines? Oh, my God. Clive Owen. Um, and I just want to say to all the haters out there who called in and said, hey, guys, Rita Ora, she's too famous. She's up to too many things. You guys should drop that and go on to someone else. Look at this. Look at today's. Okay? Just berating our listeners. I mean, I just, no, I'm only berating the haters (laughs) that assumed that Rita was too famous for this also very famous podcast. And to that I say, So famous. (laughs) Who Weekly is famous. It's so famous. (laughs) On iTunes. (laughs) Uh, and with that... Wait, that would be funny. Can you make the poster It just says Who Weekly is famous on iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can do that. Can I? Yes. That's in my wheelhouse. Um, thank you so much for sticking around till the end of the 100th Who Weekly episode. We didn't really do anything that special um, except give you what we give you every week, which is some good old Who news. <laughs> which is give you the best podcast in the world. Yeah. Um... And as always, thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's, world famous band. Uh, Katie and Eric are famous (laughs) on Who Weekly. And as always, rate and review us on iTunes. Tell everyone how famous we are. Right? Uh, And with that, I think we're done. God bless. God bless. Bye, everyone. Bye. 
You will drain us. E News, Recipes, Sirius XM, After Buzz TV, what is that? Books, Food Line, Dancing with the Stars, WWE, Chasing Maria Menunos. This keeps going. There are like 18 options. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>